Hello, my field daisies. We have a very special guest on the podcast today. Say hi, Sarah. Yoo-hoo. And what is our life lesson for today? How you do anything is how you do everything. Oh my God, I love that. Because I feel like for me, it's like I sometimes am like, for example, like late to like my personal stuff, but then I'm always on time for my work stuff. So it's like I need to be able to like put in the same energy with friend hangouts as well as work hangouts. Exactly. That's the whole reason behind it. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Okay. Roll the intro music. I'm so excited to have Sarah on board. Um, Sarah, how do we know each other? This is like actually our first time meeting. I know. We hung out all day today. Shout yeah. out to the wonderful We Work in Culver City. Yes, shout out. <laughs> this is the We Work right now. We love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a friend at Cal. We both went to Cal. So mm-hmm. go Bears, yes. Olivia. And I've been posting about some of the stuff I've been doing online. And Olivia was like, hey, could I connect you with one of my friends? I said, absolutely. I am always taking intros. I love talking about what I'm doing. And she connected us. And here we are. Yeah, so shout out to Olivia, um, honestly, for connecting us. Because honestly, you're such a wonderful person. <laughs> it's like, even just hanging out with you today, I mean, like, you just have such a positive energy and you are such like, a thought leader in AI, which I like, am such a nerd about. So it's like, almost like it's like almost an honor to meet someone that like is so knowledgeable in AI oh my gosh well the feeling is very mutual also yeah. like for birds of a feather flock together so you me Olivia mm-hmm. I'd like to think we're all just fun you know people that are determined yeah. here to shake things up mm-hmm. and I'm ready to rock with all the conversations today yeah amazing and like I think it's also this idea because we all met kind of through like the theater scene in yeah. Berkeley so I think there's something to be said about theater kids and like us like wanting to push the bear <laughs> no seriously <laughs> push the bears whatever industry that we're in you know because <laughs> all my theater friends that I've met and like most of the friends that I still have from Cal are theater friends and like they're all like badass go-getters those type of people you know exactly or mostly just we were the weirdos in high school that were always <laughs> acting out scenes under the stairwell maybe that was just my friends um what yeah. but yeah go out shout out to uh theater majors and theater people we love my co-founder actually was also a theater kid so it's yeah. it's a weird it's a weird little group of po- folks <laughs> yeah and like I guess like getting into theater like kind of got you into the entertainment industry right yeah exactly I just realized how inaccessible and white ivory tower white tower whatever it is ivory tower theater can be and so I wanted to pivot into that's when Hulu's and the Netflix and the streaming services were truly taking off Mm -hmm. and realized I want to have an impact in this space and then fast forward here we are you know WGA is striking everyone's striking and I really want to have an impact in the next generation of entertainment and I really believe generative AI is going to be really having a space for creatives it's like making a, a bigger space for creatives if you use it properly and ethically oh 100 percent. and like i i really love like the mission of your company now as well because i do think ai is in the zeitgeist not only in the entertainment industry but all all the industries right but in particular with entertainment i feel like there has been maybe a, a bad rep or yeah. bad press around it um and we were talking about this earlier how it's not always black and white there is like a gray area with it um, and I think AI, when used properly, can offer efficiencies and benefits for those working in the entertainment industry. Exactly. Um, but like you mentioned, it has to be used ethically. Um, so I would love to hear more about like what your company is, how they're striving to like help entertainment companies use AI ethically, and like how you're trying to shape up and like transform like what people are doing in terms of creating content. 
Oh my gosh, I love that question. Should I yeah. test you on our mission statement? Oh um, no, God. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah. so yeah, I, I'm a co-founder. I'm one of three. Uh, our company is called Seated. That's mm-hmm. S-E-A-T-D dot I-O. Mm-hmm. And our goal is to make emerging technologies more accessible. There's this really big gap between the Apples and the Microsofts and the technologists out there and the folks that are making television shows, the folks that are casting and producing and the DPs all in the entertainment industry. And there is a lot of similarities because all of this work is creative. And so we want to be, like, be the bridge between the two. And so we want to help each other translate and inspire and work together. So Seated started about six months ago. We have a database, we have a newsletter. Uh, Like I said, there's three of us, myself, um, Ben Silverman, and then Eric Day. And so we run this newsletter, we have clients, and we also are building a, a platform so where folks can go in and take a test and see, oh my goodness, I should use this AI tool. And it's not overwhelming. It's not, holy cats, this is an 800-page document. I don't have time to think about what AI tool to use in my workflow. I'm already so behind. My inbox is 300. We want to make AI fun and more accessible. And then my personal goal is to feminize AI. (laughs) We love that. Yeah, because I think it's like there are so many AI tools out there right now. It's like hard to figure out exactly what your company needs and I think there is like this gap that you're bridging for companies especially in the entertainment industry of like what um, what tools can help make people more productive and all that kind of stuff so I think that's amazing thank you and I absolutely love your newsletter by the way everyone should subscribe if they haven't already how can people subscribe by yeah the way? I hopefully you have mm-hmm. show notes or something and yeah. I'll put the link in there we're on beehive but if you just type in seedit.io mm-hmm. it'll take you to the subscribing page and you'll sign up and it goes out every Tuesday and Friday and we have definitions we have tools you should know problem solving events we do I do go to a lot of events in LA so if you're in LA or on the west coast we talk about events and then we also we really believe when the water rises all the ships rise and so I I like to highlight other content creators in this space and work together to again build a greater more accessible ethical like world of creative AI. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. And um, I will definitely like, so um, if you guys are interested in signing up in the link in Spotify or Apple, you can click into my website and I'll have all the links posted there as Thank well. You. Yeah, of course. No, genuinely like um, when I first, like when you first subscribed me to it, I was like, this is so professional, but also fun. It, re- it does remind me of the morning brew actually. Yeah. You incorporate humor and stuff as well, as yeah. well as informative information. So like, I was like, this is incredible. Thank like, you everyone so should. much. I mean, can yeah. I ask you questions too? Like, what how can people like support you further i mean i know they're listening to your podcast already but i can't help it i'm like i'm already here we might as well promote one another oh my god your love language is totally (laughs) worth of affirmation i can tell (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um oh that's so cute no one's ever asked me this before but um yeah if you want to support me obviously listen to this podcast um i've been posting more of my poetry lately so you can find that on daisyhdays.com as well and um i'm building my voiceover actors profile so like you can find me on backstage if you need voiceover work Hire you. Yes. Um, obviously, this podcast, I do a lot of um, recording stuff. So, like, I'm really good at producing audio. So, if you need to hire me for your voiceover needs, I'm here. Let's go. Um, but, yeah. Okay. So, like, actually, I think this is kind of, like, a good segue. So, like, I also work in, like, the creative space. Um, and I think, like, 
there is like this trepidation for creatives for using AI, right? Like I've had friends who are writers um, that are like, I'm not sure if I want to, you know, use AI to produce content. Um, even like when submit, because I've submitted my poetry for um, publications before and they're like, we don't um, accept AI generated content. It has to be written by yourself. Um, so I think especially in the entertainment industry, it is hard to navigate that path. So I'm kind of curious, do you have advice for people that are writers or directors or photographers in like how they should incorporate or how why if you think it is beneficial for them to incorporate AI and how can they start doing so if they're interested yeah mm -hmm. I love that question as well mm -hmm. so I think I'll tap into the writing section because the writers are striking SAG is striking and if you're a writer you often know that writing is just rewriting mm -hmm. the best combination of like the highest production value or however whatever that word is is humans first plus AI. You cannot just pump out, hey, give me a fun poetry poem, give me a haiku. It's not going to be good. Like ChatGPT isn't, you know, Bard, Claude, they they don't they need to have a catalyst and that catalyst is always coming from the human. So what I would say is writing is just rewriting. And the, the way that we're using these tools right now, we refer to them as like chatbots, is it helps you get past that first draft. So the first draft is like honestly just like the vomit draft of like just put all the ideas on there, put all the characters on there, and then using this tool to help you like sort through, hey, like what is this conflict doing here and how do we pivot over here? So I would say like you're never just gonna use ChatGPT to like, hey, give me a fun dramedy 30 minute pilot. No, you're gonna have to give it, hey, give me a fun comedy dramedy pilot about Sandra who lives by the beach who's missing her dog and her dog's actually purple and like you need to give it some fun ideas and then it helps you get past that first like hurdle it helps you build momentum and I think that's really the space that I struggle with the hardest as a creative of like oh my goodness I just don't know how to get started I don't know where to get my pen on paper I'm just staring at this blank sheet of paper and I think that's why Julia Cameron I don't know if you ever I know we'll do the media shout outs in a second but Julia Cameron has this incredible thing called the artist way and she's like just do three pages do your morning pages and just put all the shitty stuff on one am I allowed to swear oh yeah. gosh okay no, I was no. like oh goodness <laughs> um yeah. just get your like morning pages done and I think like using chatbots to an extent is helping you like just do an upgraded version of the morning pages mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, that's that's how I would incorporate it first. And then individually for me, I'm using it for my business proposals. I'm saying, hey, here's a client. I put, put all these little bullet points and then I put it into Gamma, which is a, a like a product that I use. And it makes it into this. I know Gamma. I love Yay! Gamma. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Gamma, Tome. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's called like Shop Drop Deck is another one out there. But I really love Gamma and it puts it into this gorgeous proposal. And if that was me when I was making like decks, that would take me four hours. And now I'm seeing out business proposals once a week, if not more, because we're getting, hopefully you can't see, this isn't a video, but you can see fingers crossed. We're getting lots of clients, getting revenue, all that stuff. So it's, again, it's not just gonna like, oh, give me a business proposal. It's gonna say, no, these are my clients' needs. This is what I can offer my clients and like put it into a place where I can digest this in a gorgeous way. Mm -hmm. Amazing, yeah, I think that's, that's great advice. Um, Cause I think like at the end of the day, it's like, 
I like what you said about it being human first. Yeah. Um, it's it's you putting in, like, knowing how to put in the inputs in order to get the results you want. And I think that's a lot of thing that people don't really realize is that, like, in order to, like, utilize these tools, you have to know what to put in. Yeah. Um, you have to, like, you know, say, like, I want it from this sort of tone. I want this sort of format. I want these elements incorporated. And it's, like, almost like navigating, like, a new technology. Like, I remember how you mentioned, like, it's kind of like the printing press, right? Yeah. It's something that is, like, in this world that it's not going to change. AI is not going to go away. It's going to continue to evolve. And it's almost like people, whether they like it or not, are going to have to adjust to the changing times. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. that it happened in COVID when they're like, oh, writer's rooms are going to be non-existent. Mm -hmm. No, they just happened over Zoom. And then now they're back in person, which is, or not right now, but like in theory, if we weren't striking, they would be back in person. So it's really just pivoting. And kind of what I was saying Mm -hmm. about the printing press earlier is like before monks and individuals were just writing different letters with their hands. And then Gutenberg came along and then built out this printing press. And now newspapers could distribute information as quickly as possible. And you don't have the bad without the good, unfortunately. Yes, it's amazing that we're able to make textbooks all over the world and all these incredible different knowledge pieces, but you also have tabloids. You also have lying and like bad propaganda. And like, you have to have the bad. I mean, I wish you didn't, but like the bad is inevitable. So what I'd say when it comes to, oh, is AI gonna take my job? It's not. It's really not. And what you need to do as a creative or as someone who works at an ad agency or someone who is doing the side hustles and all the things, you need to figure out, you know, where is my niche? What is my actual dream? We talked about manifesting earlier today. So when you're like, okay, cool, I want to be able to have time to write poetry. Okay, then how can you get your quote unquote day job done quicker and faster so you have time to work on that craft in the end? So, but for folks who are like full-time writers and for full-time actual creatives a it's a really really low paying like low paying job for me when i was in the entertainment industry i just had a really low pay and once you get past that barrier then yes and you're like a showrunner and you're an ep and all the things like you are making good amounts but it's far and few in between so what i would say to that is really figure out how to do some prompting and figure out how to be able to like have a lot of content available um it is it is like an ethical conversation and i like i said this i'm i'm not a lawyer i didn't study law i was a theater major and yeah. i would just say like keep your curiosity open if you just say hey stamp bad on everything ai that's going to be such a bummer because like there's so many amazing things that ai like you can do and you can do some visuals and I, I don't know how to flip and draw I can do like hangman and that's kind of it you know yeah. where if I could do like a visual representation of this incredible tv show that I had then maybe the suits sorry for using that word but the suits that I'm pitching to at Netflix and at Hulu and all those things would visually understand what I'm trying to capture so again it's like bridging the gap of accessibility of you may have this incredible pilot of the next Lord of the Rings version of this incredible all-woman group in the Amazon, but you can't, and the writing's good, but it's a 100-page script. What you know, person, if you're a new writer, what person really has five hours to read a script? They might not, especially with all the writing being done now and during the strike. How can you visually tell? How can you quicker get your ideas to these people that are making decisions? So I would just say AI opens up more tools for you to use and explain your craft better.
Yeah, amazing. Because like I, I also agree with that. Because I used to work in film financing, so I would read hundreds and hundreds of scripts, like know what to finance. And the ones that really stood stood out is those that had the creative desks that had like the visuals of like. Yeah. So you can really get immerse yourself in the script story because no one has time to read no. a hundred page manuscript. No. And so with AI, you can, for example, like if you have a horror movie, whatever, you can input like that script or even like that log line into like an AI generative image, and it can. Exactly. out for you exactly the visuals that you're looking for. That's the thing about AI. It just makes you more efficient. It makes you faster. Um, but you have to know what inputs and outputs to put. Yeah. Yeah. And it also has to always come from a space. And I was, this is like a bit of a tangent, but I was in the car wash this weekend and I was thinking, oh, you know, a car wash used to be hand wash and people, you know, only did car washing with a rag and soap. And that's, you know, that's what it was. But now I went to the, the shell and, and it's, all these it's automated and has lights and all these things and I was like oh see like look this only cost me eight dollars and my car's clean and I feel better but and that's automated but the difference is car washes aren't saving lives I can't tell you how many times I've turned on a tv show and I've just had the shittiest day and I've just been crying my eyes out on the four or five driving to my <laughs> little apartment in Culver City yeah. and I just need to feel that sense of escapism or that sense of representation or even when it comes to the music like the amount of times I've cried to orange juice by um, Noah, his last name is not Khan, but I always say Khan, <laughs> it's Noah Khan. Yeah. Um, so that's why I think in people are like, oh yeah, you can just automate things and bet. No, you need to create from this emotional place because art, it, art is saving lives. And yeah, I'm not, I could go on like a soapbox of like how important it is, but yeah. Because the thing is like AI can't replace the human touch when it comes to art. Like there is oh. something that speaks to humanity that's like completely different than what because at the end of the day, AI is just inputs and outputs, right? It's yep. taking what is the information that's already existing and outputting something. But like when it comes to like new ideas, new feelings, the way that the world is changing, you need like a human perspective for yeah. that. So it's like I don't think it's gonna go away, right? Mm -mm. Um, what is the one AI tool? I know it's like so hard to pick that you would want to uh, shout out. I yeah. know. It's like which is your favorite? Um, but yeah, I would say the tool that I absolutely love and I use every day. It's called Winner, and that's W N R dot AI. The reason I love this is you can use all of these different templates. So again, like the biggest problem I had when first using, started using AI was I didn't know what to prompt. I didn't know how to like ask it to do certain things. So for example, the one that I've used sometimes is you have an automated response to an email. So you write the email or you copy the email that someone wrote to you and then put it in this box and it says, oh, generate a response. And granted, I don't send that exact email, but it helps me get through my inbox quicker because I'm like, wait, what do I want to say to this? And how do I want to connect that person? And it really just helps me like get my thoughts on a paper quicker. So winner is like helps with emails. It also helps with articles. So a lot of times I write articles on LinkedIn about what am I thinking as a woman in business? What am I thinking? I wrote, I sent a, like last week I had a, I sent the, e the newsletter to the wrong group of people, which really sucked. And yeah. um, I sent, my mom was like, hey, I think you might have sent the wrong email. <laughs> and I screenshotted that text from my mom and shared it on LinkedIn. And I just like helped use AI tools to be like, hey, how do I like share a post that says like, I'm sorry, didn't mean to send that. And it really helps me get my thoughts in one place, then I edit it from there. So winner.ai is a great place for templates. It's also, if you're starting a business there, you can put in your idea and it cracks out a business plan in like no time. So it was really helpful when we first started Seated to be like, hey, what are our revenue models? What is like our long-term long cash flow? What do we think Sequoia is, um, 
a huge VC and they had give a, one of the templates is like, what does Sequoia think of your business? So just really fun, interesting ways to get ideas on your business and how you're in, interacting and communicating with other people. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. I like that. I'm literally going to check that tool out. That sounds amazing. It's really cool. Because I think it's great for like freelancers. Like yep. if you're a photographer, you want to start your own like wedding photography mm-hmm. business. It can help you create a business plan, your branding. SEO, mm-hmm. all of it. It's really, really cool. Yeah. And like also if like you're an actor and you, you need to send out like a response to like a casting agency, mm-hmm. you can like type in what they emailed you. You can get a response for it. It's making you like work quicker. And like you said, it's like getting that first draft yep. out there for you. And like less typos because, oh, yes. Lord knows. <laughs> it's really hard to spell Wednesday. <laughs> it is hard to really spell is. Wednesday. I always like I always um, mess up like the like W E D N E S. Or definitely. I have a really I always say defiantly instead of definitely. So yeah. if you guys ever get emails from me or y'all get emails from me and I spell definitely wrong, I'm sorry. You know it's from me. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But yeah. No, absolutely. Like, I use Grammarly all the time. Yeah, so love helpful. that plugin. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's like again, there's so many tools out there. There's so many ways that you can become a better communicator, a better businesswoman individual and use them use not the handouts but like use the tools that are available in this wide world uh why not if you're just using a hammer and a nail you it's gonna take you a really long time to build that house but if you're using a saw and a level and i don't work in i actually my first job was building canoes so whoa whoa that was fiberglass so very different (laughs) anyway (laughs) yeah you flipped so many lives which i think is amazing but no i think that's a great metaphor because it's like instead of having like a hammer and nail you have like a power drill you can nail those things in the wall faster mm-hmm. um i think that's at the end of the day what ai is it just helps you work faster you still need someone to hold it and plug it in mm-hmm. or if you have battery charge the battery yeah. all the things you have to learn how to use it mm-hmm. it's different from using a hammer and a nail and it like takes almost like a learning curve but once you understand that learning curve you will be able to send out hundreds more emails to all these publishing agencies that like you want to um, submit your book to. You know, you'll be able to start that um, freelancing business that you've always wanted to quicker, faster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. I love that. And so, um, since this is kind of like a sincere shout out ad placement, is there a, like a product you want to shout out Praise. as well? Only if you tell me yours. <laughs> I love that you also asked me as well. I love that. Um, yeah. Tell me yours and I'll tell you mine. Okay. It's fun. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was sharing this a little bit earlier, but I yeah. I love this is I mean I live in Los Angeles I'm so tan I'm like gonna be leather bag one day oh my gosh um don't tell my face to this Morgan um but I love this sunscreen it's called Tizo T-I-Z-O sunscreen and there's a tinted one and there's like a non-tinted one and during the summer I just use like it's like a very very small tint and like that's what I'm wearing today um and it's great it's mineral so it's good for your skin and it's a little pricey but you know it's called Tizo and they have like a whole Tizo has a whole skincare line so I'm using a lot of the Tizo products right now amazing i've never heard of them i'm gonna have to try them out i'm trendy what kind of yes because like i honestly everyone needs to wear sunscreen everyone yep. no matter if you're in your early 20s or in your 40s you need to wear sunscreen even on your hands too you know, your hands. no literally your hands get really and, and your neck you yep sunscreen the decollete or whatever it's called <laughs> jeez louise <laughs> it's like the one skincare product that can prevent aging yep. scientifically for sure yep. um and I do the same thing. Like, I actually don't even wear foundation anymore. Nice. I literally just have a tinted sunscreen. Okay. And, like, um, and then, like, a, a another sunscreen that's, like, a bronzing sunscreen. Let's go. And that's all I use. You are glowing. Yeah, thank you. Gorgeous. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, but, yeah, that's a great shout-out. Um, uh, I guess, like, it's so funny that you ask me what my sincere shout-out is because usually I don't say unless – 
a guest asks me because I say I, I've done this podcast for like since like 2018 so like I've shouted out so many different yeah. things um, but since you mentioned sunscreen I'll shout out the one that I use currently I've used so many different sunscreens by the okay. way but my current combination is bliss bliss sunscreen which okay. is like you can find at Target super affordable um, I learned it from Hiram which is like this youtuber um, and he mentioned that like he's like very much like fragrance free guy and so like I think he did shout out bliss but bliss does have like a little bit of fragrance mm. so if you're um, sensitive fragrance you maybe not but it's like very light like I don't feel anything with okay. it um, but it's a really nice like tinted sunscreen mm -hmm. that I use literally as foundation okay and then on top of it I use the glow sunscreen nice um, and it's like um, I think it's like their sunset glow sunscreen okay. um, from Supergoop um, I would just say super Goop's great, but I'm like, baby girl, that is a $40 bottle for no. like 1.5 ounces. <laughs> no, literally. Okay. So it's like, that's the one thing. It's like definitely a splurge for me. Um, okay. There's definitely cheaper sunscreens out there that I feel like um, do work and do, do the exact same thing. This has been a splurge because I'm like. Good. You deserve it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I tried their trial size and I was like, this actually is bomb. Like it literally makes me look up glowing skin. So like. And also the skin is the biggest organ in the body. Mm -hmm. So that's, yeah. that's why I tell myself. That's why I justify yeah. our pricey sunscreen habits yeah Here but i will say is. like bliss is like more for it was like on the 20 dollars range okay. and it's still just as good so we love that's my sincere shout out um and yeah okay cool so um i know hopefully fingers crossed it's three o'clock right now hopefully no one walks into this room oh, yeah we'll be good we'll be good <laughs> um we're gonna manifest that we have this room for another 15 minutes so that i Perfect. can yes ask you about your media obsessions oh and my like gosh. i will say like i said you're the most prepared podcast guest i have like i absolutely love you and the fact that you like even like we're like let's get into media obsessions because usually like I segue into it you already know you I have my notes know. well you were yeah. a media studies major yeah. at Cal mm -hmm. I did not get into the program <laughs> I it's a really hard program to get into so yeah. I wish I do love media I'm pretty obsessed so I would say I like to have a three-pronged approach to this so mm -hmm. we have tv show we have books and we have podcasts those are like my things that I'm I freaking love you. That's amazing. Organized thoughts. Me, First prong. I'm just yes. kidding. Um, everyone and their sisters watching the bear. Dude, you're watching it. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Oh my god, it is so freaking good. Like I, it got recommended to me by three people, and I was like, okay, fine, I have to check. Three this like out. very different random people. Very different yep. random people from different demographics. Exactly. And I was like, okay, I have to check this out. Literally, my friend that loves chick flicks and my friend that loves sci-fi both recommended it to me. It's so good. It's, it's like so much emotion. Well written. Mm -hmm. um, literally, the first episode captures and takes you in. I'm on the first season right now, but it's just like the way it's written is like very gritty. Um, the storyline really captures you. You, um, and like it's like now me and my friend like had this joke about like behind and like yes chef and all that kind of stuff. Oh I said yes to my yes chef to my dad yesterday, <laughs> and he was like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you're not watching the bear, are you? Yeah, um, yeah. But I am using your Hulu account, so thank you, <laughs> dad and yeah. mom. But um, yeah, so I, I love I love the bear. I actually worked on a project with Hira Murai, who's the creator of that show, years ago. Um, unfortunately, Fox did not pick up that show, which was their loss. But I guess it all worked out for them. But um, yeah, I love the bear. It's really emotional. Like, I'm not a huge food person, but it makes me want to make, if you want, you'll see it. it makes me want to make an omelet, um, like mm -hmm. Sydney does. Yeah. So I'd say that. And then I'm also watching a show called Based on a True Story on Peacock. Um, Ooh, okay. I am a big fan of Big Bang Theory. So Kaylee Kuku, I don't know how to say her last name, Kuku. Oh my gosh, I should not be saying this. I work in the entertainment industry. So anyway, the woman from Big Bang Theory, she's in that. And it's just such an interesting 
plot. I've never seen a plot like this. It's about like a woman who loves true crime and then she's married and they're having a baby and the guy that's helping the house, something happens and I'm not going to give it away, but it's very good and it's on Peacock. So I like that show a lot. And then the book that I'm reading right now is called Maybe You Should Talk to Somebody. Um, it's by Lori. Oh my gosh. Her last name is also a little bit difficult for me to say. Galib? G-O-T-T-I-E-L-B. Um, but it's, re- it's a long book. I'm not going to lie, but she's going through a breakup and she's and she's a therapist. My mom is a therapist and I'm also in therapy. So it's a really good book that makes you want to get into therapy, makes you ask the questions. And I empathize with her. Amazing. You know. So is it like a self-help book kind yeah. of thing? Yeah. It's like, it's nonfiction, but it's, it's a really light read. It's really fun to read. And you're like rooting for her. I'm always like, I want to root for the, like the main character. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm like rooting for her. I mean, she's like a single mom. So it's just a really good book. And it, it's something that's so simple and like the grief idea of like you have an idea of something and that doesn't happen she's going through a breakup there's so many things that I've grieved not like physically in person but just like oh dang like for example the whole reason this company seated started is because like I lost my job and like it all works out but there's so many things that like millennial folks Gen Z everyone you know but particular millennials as we're dealing with the crisis of the housing and all the things that are expensive how do we like hold space for that so yeah I love that book for that um and then and I know, oh, I didn't say this, but I love LinkedIn pages. It's yeah. like my new version of TikTok. I'm following some really great pages. The FFF is the Female Founder Fund, and they post about like they just had this incredible FFF camp, and it's all these women founders. I think like Brooke Shields came and spoke, and it's just a really fun group of like really high achieving, executing women that take no shit and they're just like ready to go, and they're also wearing like really cute clothes and drinking really cute beverages. And I'm like, yes, let's go. So I love it. That's a fun page. Um, And then I just subscribed to this incredible newsletter called Lazy Girl Capital, Um, and also her name is Sari Varar, S R I V A R R E. I apologize. I also probably did not say that correctly, but um, I really, really love her newsletter. She talks about grants. She talks about how to manifest. She talks about what she's reading. But yeah, that's called the Lazy Girl Capital. It's a really great newsletter that just started August 1st. So I'm really excited about that. And then, sorry, I'm just on a roll. No, please. I okay, interrupt this. me if you're like, Sarah, shut up. Yeah, no yeah. one wants to hear your opinions. No, absolutely <laughs> love this. And then the 20 Minute VC podcast. Mm-hmm. I, it's not, it's like a very, like not edited, but it's super, super dense. And I read, like, listen to this one about the inventor of ButcherBox and some of their decisions, why they made them or not. I, it's like such a wide variety, even from someone, one of the guys who was like interviewed, he created this pill packet thing and like disrupting different. I think it was like healthcare, but anyway, it's just a ton of different VCs, really successful and like very humanizing stories. And so, yeah, I would say 20 minute VC on Spotify is also what I listen to. Yeah. So yeah. Amazing. No, I love that. Like I said, I love how prepared you are. And I always, I love how I'm asking people media obsessions as well, because I think it kind of gives like a holistic view of their personality as well. So I love like how you have like mental well being, Mm -hmm. like with your book, um, or media obsession, um, all the way from like, female founders, like, you know, um, conquerors, badass women, as well as, like, your life in, like, the VC world and, like, starting your own company. So it's, like, it sounds like you are, like, in the right headspace. You're on your way. I am manifesting that your company does great things. I know they will. It is such a good idea. And, like, I think it's, like, a space that hasn't been ventured into yet mm. so you guys are really hitting the nail on the head as some people like to say power drill yes, the power <laughs> drill into the wall of um 
of this um, tech space that I think is really, really starting to emerge. So I just want to congratulate you Thank and I you. wish you well. And like definitely need to come back on this podcast when you become rich and famous. Yes, um, yes, 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 yes. I will take that. Happy mm-hmm. Lionsgate portal, man. If that's what today is. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> and then wait, really quick though. What's your favorite like show, book? Oh, Come on. I, I have to. Yeah. You guys, you don't, all your audience listens to us, but they need yeah. to know. You. I guess you'll do a solo episode. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, it's funny. Like I used to, oh, I don't know why your phone's like, but okay. It's I fine. Uh, I used to do um, solo episodes all the time. And okay. I've, I've kind of like um, transitioned more into guests. So like, it does like give me this warm feeling that like someone's asking me about stuff too. It's really cute. Um, but I just finished reading um, American Gods. Have oh, you heard of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's like the writer of Coraline. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I'm terrible with names as well. But um, I want to say his name is Neil. Uh, You're using all the things. I know, literally. You love it. Uh, let's see, American Gods. Um, Neil Gaiman, Gaiman, um, Gaiman. There it is. G A I M A N. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm terrible, but it's like this really cool um, book of I, I can't even describe it. Like if you if you've seen the movie Coraline, just think of it almost like that, but like an adult version, like an adult plot line. It's about like new gods and old gods fighting in America, and it wow. follows the story of like this convict who like gets wrapped up into it. Um, and like, there's a lot of like twists and turns and, and, and things like that that happen in the book. And for me, it's like I've been um, getting more into like writing poetry and yeah. stuff, right? So it's like really interesting to kind of read more. And this is like a really dense book, but like his imagery and the ways that he describes like certain scenes like really stick with you. And so that that's been like really inspirational um, in terms of like my writing and stuff like that. Inspiring, um, yeah. Very inspiring. Um, I I'm I'm a, I'm a YouTube girly, so I oh. watch a lot of YouTube. Oh, I know. You're one of those. I'm one of those. I literally am. Um, um, so like I follow the Try Guys like religiously. I've shouted them out before oh my as gosh. well. I ran into them at a Goodwill the day I was. I, was, I looked like a wet dog, unfortunately, <laughs> which always happens. But yeah. I was getting a vest because I was going to the Harry Styles concert, mm-hmm. and the Try Guys were in there. And I had a couple meetings with them before, and I was like, "Frick, dude!" And they they picked out the vest that I wore to Harry Styles, but. It, I looked so bad. I was like slicked back bun. I just, I got out of the ocean and I'm just going to the Goodwill in like palms. And of course you're like surrounded by these like, you know, huge, like funny guys. And I'm like, oh my, whatever. It's not a big deal, but. Yeah. It's like, I think, I think they seem so down earth. I don't know. Maybe they're. No, they're, they're super fun. They're like, oh great. Have fun tonight and whatever. Yeah. Yeah, They're, they're a blast. Yeah. So like, that's sort of like my casual, like guilty pleasure watch is what I watch a lot. Um, and then I also want to shout out um, my friend's podcast, Consciously Solo. Okay. I'm actually, um, so I'm actually doing a podcast with them after this, <laughs> actually. Nice. Um, but like, so basically their whole premise is basically um, a commitment to being single to focus on creative endeavors. Um, so they made this pledge to be single for six months, but they're still going on. It's, it's like a shit show. They're still going on dates and stuff, but like they're committed to like, you know, doing basically to taking time to like pursue their creative dreams which mm-hmm. I think is amazing and something that I've sort of been trying to do as well um but yeah they just finished their first season so I think they're now pivoting and I think they've, they've finished the six months and so I'm interested to see like how they're gonna do their podcast next. oh my gosh um but that's been really inspirational as well um and then yeah what else have I been really really loving Taylor Swift obviously you're about to go see their her concert I know today. I'm I like try yesterday. not to talk about it too much <laughs> but I am so so excited I have yeah. a 
my bracelet on that says shimmer so yeah yeah i am i am so excited for you like the concert is unreal like if you're a big taylor swift fan it literally will like take you through truly mm. all the eras like it really like brought me like nostalgia back of like when i listened to certain songs like um enchanted is like one of my favorite songs by her and like i <laughs> yeah. i like said i'm not a taylor swift fan and then i was like listening to all the songs and i'm like i know all the words to all of this mm-hmm. so maybe like I think it's just part of your coding if you're a millennial woman. Yeah. You just, you know. Mm-hmm. You know it. You yeah. know your queen. I'm also just, I want to make sure that your, you know, your wallet reflects your values. And I'm like, why the heck would I not go and support this incredible woman as she's like made this multi-billion dollar music tour? That's incredible. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. so excited to like, heck yes, take my money and give me all the performance and give me the glitter and the sparkles. And I, I'm just really, again, like Taylor Swift is cool and she's like been such an icon to so many women but I went to Paramore last week mm-hmm. and that was my version of Taylor Swift yes. and let me tell you I sobbed when I just heard <laughs> Haley Williams like oh yeah. my gosh so yeah yeah no I was a big punk kid when I was growing up Let's so, go. so Paramore was definitely in my zeitgeist then I think yes. now it's shifted more towards like female pop okay. but okay. I loved Paramore growing up like it was amazing um, but yeah those are sort of my media shout outs for now um, okay yeah but I just want to thank you again Sarah for coming on the podcast oh is there any like last minute things you want to plug um, your maybe your social media your LinkedIn yeah. anything I mean see that sometimes is a hard word to spell but Sarah Stoked is not mm-hmm. um, S-A-R-A-H Stoked that's my personal Instagram I'm on there I'm on LinkedIn a lot obviously so Instagram and LinkedIn don't text me I have way too many texts <laughs> I'm sorry give me a call um, slide into my DMs yeah. um, friends <laughs> um, or business opportunities only yeah. that but yeah I would just say uh, that's the best way to get in touch with me um I travel a ton. I'm in the ocean a lot. I want to come visit you in New York. Yes, please. Um, also, always looking for LA girlfriends. So um, I'd say like those are the best ways to like hang out, get to get in touch. Also, we have a newsletter. So if any of your audience members have events or have tools they want us to feature, uh, respond to you, respond to me, whatever. Get in touch with us, and like we want to help again, like promote one another. So I would say. That's the whole purpose of the newsletter. Amazing. I love it. Okay, great. Um, well, thank you so much again. Thanks you have for having to come me. Back. I know. Come yes. to LA. Stay in LA forever. Yes. Um, and come to New York. You're always more than welcome to stay with me. So, um, but all right. Love y'all. Thanks for listening. Hope Bye. you have a daisy-ish day. Bye.